Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Deborah Spooner, and I'll be your host for today. This month, Andrew Murray is leading us to think through the secret to fellowship with God. In today's reading, Murray guides us in a reflection called Confession of Sin. He starts with this verse in 1 John 1.9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. When you think about the things you regularly do to build your faith, what comes to mind? Maybe praying, going to church, listening to worship music, reading your Bible. You might even take it a step further and get involved on a serve team, join a life group, or even go on a mission trip. But as you thought through that list, did confession of sin or repentance make the list? If we're honest, a regular practice of confession isn't at the top of many of our lists of how we're growing in our walk with the Lord, or even what we teach to people who are just finding out who Jesus is. Confession can be really uncomfortable. Life can seem to remind us enough of our shortcomings, and we can find our desire to even recognize, let alone deal with our sin, diminish. But what if confessing our sin was actually one of the best things for our relationship with God? Through the Psalms, David reminds us what our life is like when we don't confess. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. As it says in Psalm 32, 3, living with unconfessed sin can truly affect us, both consciously and unconsciously, and so relationally to God and other people. But in contrast, with confession, we find a God who meets us with forgiveness and grace. We can find a security and confidence from this deeply personal interaction of repentance and forgiveness that permeates into our attitude and interaction with others. Viewing confession from this more relational lens can be powerful. Because when we know that we are loved and can trust others, we can find this desire to not hide anything from them and to even actively remove barriers in a relationship. This gives us courage to be honest with them. We can let go of our fear of rejection from them or embarrassment in the conversation because we hold on to what we already know about them, their character, and who we know them to be. I think of one of my closest friends. When I wronged Alexa in various ways, and there have been many, I'd have to decide if I would deal with my sin towards her with her. Although there would be many reasons why I would not want to open up to her, One of them would have to do with what I believed about her and what I believed about our friendship. If I was scared to go to her and say, hey, this is what I said about you that just wasn't okay often, it was because I doubt her. I'd think, maybe she's just not patient enough to put up with my failing again. Or maybe she's not gracious enough to still want to stick with me when I'm hurting her kind of deeply. We can do the same thing to God. We think, maybe I shouldn't go to God with my sin because maybe he's just not kind enough to give me forgiveness another time. Maybe he's not patient enough to still work through me because I can never seem to actually get it together. Do we really hear what we're saying as we think this? Do we really believe that the God of the universe, the creator of all that we serve, isn't kind enough for us, not patient enough for us, not good enough to love us? Often how we treat confession can say more about our view of God than our view of ourselves. 
When we hide in our shame, we can be harboring this fear in our hearts that maybe now God will finally turn away from us for good. When we are saturated in our guilt, we can be believing that God isn't the kind of God who will still choose to give us life and purpose and joy. It is in these places of rawness and vulnerability where we have our deepest views of God exposed and we sit in the ugliness of our sinful hearts. It's here where we are unimaginably, graciously, undeservingly met by the mercy of Jesus, a Savior who was so serious about our sin that he walked among us so that through his Spirit he might still walk with us. We find forgiveness. We find joy. We find him take away sin that sometimes we don't even feel we can bring to him, just as Murray reminds us. He says, confession does not mean that I confess my sin in shame, but that I give it to God, trusting him to take it away. Confessing our sin really actually can be one of the best things for our relationship with God. It challenges us to really believe God is truly as loving and forgiving and holy and perfect and merciful as he says he is. It challenges us to hold on to what we know about him and our value of our relationship with him above our failure or shame. Maybe confession is an invitation to experience more of Jesus. And we should guard against shame even here, having the courage to start somewhere, even if our confessing seems to fall short. It's a muscle that will become stronger and more comfortable as we begin to use it. Let's pray towards this through the prayer Murray guides us in today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that your sacrifice upon the cross brought forgiveness for me. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.